Meteors, beaches, and teenaged witches, it's pun intensive. And welcome to Pun Intensive. Today we have a punnel, thanks to Gracie for that name. We have a punnel of four plus me, Andy Zolinski, Andy Belinsky, uh, that was also Gracie's joke, cope reducer, joke producer, and woman seducer, Gary Halleck. Whoa. If you're into... <laughs> if you're into... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. If you're into current... Well, po- <laughs> that remains to be seen whether or not I can accomplish that. <laughs> well, you're married, so you did something right. If you're into current <laughs> pop culture gossip, I'm sure you've seen a day video of him online, David Guggenheim, and hopefully not what Aaron out his welcome. It's me, Aaron Faisal. And we have a special guest today, Nancy the Teenage Warlock. <laughs> close. Yeah? Very close. Let's get that name again. Selena the Teenage Witch? No, no, I don't think that's your name. No, it's Sabrina. Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Hi. She's an innocent bystander who just got roped in because we had an empty microphone. <laughs> I am collateral damage. <laughs> well, speaking of Gracie Hack, uh, uh, she was planning on being here, and uh, like many, many, many people in Austin right now, she is incredibly sick, so she wasn't able to come. But we are going to start today with, uh, and, 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 and thank you, um, Lila, for uh, uh, dropping by. Uh, so today, like always, we're going to start zinger. Start with zinger of the week. Zinger of the week. True tales and testaments of the wit in word perpetrated in real life by ours truly. So let's start off with the punny whistle player, past O. Henry Punoff MVP winner and guy with his wife in charge of O. Henry Punoff registration, Andy Belinsky. You called me punny whistle player and that's because i play the penny whistle and uh one of the irish music sessions around town and irish traditional music has thousands there's literally like a database of about fifteen thousand tunes so people have had to go to crazy lengths to come up with tune names that have not already been used so a lot of times when i hear some of these f- crazy tune names i just my, my mind just starts working on turning it into a pun so there, there, there's one tune called the banshee wails over the mangle pit if you Google the word, ma- we're like, what's Wait, a mangle pit? Is that the pun? It, no, but if you Google mangle pit, there is literally is nothing. It like only comes up with references to this tune. So it's just like some something somebody made up, like, I don't know, like so nobody, mangle Nobody bones. knows what it but is. But to me, I'm like, okay, that just sounds like the banshee wails over the mango pit. Yeah. So I, I made this graphic to amuse my fellow Irish musicians and uh, of this, this screaming banshee and like long green hair, like holding this empty mango pit, <laughs> looking over a cliff where there's a pile of mangoes. Because I couldn't decide if it was a mango pit, like the center of the mango, or a pit full of mangoes. Well, so I did both. I like it. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. All right. And um, this podcast co-producer, past Punoff contestant, and more recently, but still past and former, producer of the O. Henry Punoff, Gary Halleck. Well, this one, of course, is always, always has to be preceded by a little bit of a setup, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Gilbert and Sullivan, and I've uh, recently performed in a concert version of HMS Pinafore. We were rehearsing for about three weeks, and I managed to keep most of my puns to myself during the rehearsal time because it was a very intensive rehearsal. But just as I arrived for the performance, I got a text message from a friend of mine who was uh, coming to be in the audience at the show, and he says, Hals und Beinbruch. German, I guess, for break a leg, Okay. if that applies to vocal cords. I texted him back and I said, well, 
in the singing business, we don't say that. We say break allegro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and it just, you know, that popped up right off the top of my head and, and I texted it right back to him. And then I was just literally entering the theater and the director and the producer of the show were there in the theater. And I said, I said, hey, I just made a fresh new pun. I said, oh, God, really? <laughs> and I related it to him. And she said, oh, that's great, you know. And then she went back into the ladies' dressing room and told them. And within 10 minutes, it was viral all through the backstage. And everybody said, break Allegro, break Allegro, break Allegro. So not only did I pull off a good, appropriate zinger in real time, it went viral in 10 minutes. Trouble is, she took credit for it. <laughs> not too long ago, my doctor told me to break my allergy pills in half. So I break Allegro. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Just don't break Viagra. And um, the <sighs> that's hard to recover from. Sorry. No, sorry. All right. <laughs> Better There's, see there's so many things we could have said right there, right? If, if this podcast lasts more than four hours, <laughs> call a doctor. The man who currently runs the O. Henry Punoff, making all other credentials and accomplishments moot, David Guggenheim. Does my is this on? I was afraid it was moot. Okay. Um, the other day, a friend of mine started a, which he loves to do, starting long threads on Facebook. And I don't remember whom they were talking about, often with him political, so I think it may have been one of the uh, Trump boys. But they were talking about some male. And uh, a woman on the thread chimed in and said, I bet he doesn't even know the difference in a vulva and a vagina. And I replied, well, that's easy. Vagina has a racist governor, and vulva, <laughs> and vulva is a Swedish car. <laughs> and then he got upset because I was getting way more likes than he was. <laughs> oh, I guess I should actually introduce myself. I am Aaron Faisal, producer of Pun Intensive, and that's and pretty much all I do. Do you have a zinger of the week? I do, yeah. So this episode will drop on March 25th. Obviously, we record these at least a few weeks ahead of time, and so today... At work, we had a meeting, and someone surprised us with a bunch of gumbo and, uh, you know, boiled crawdads, right? Is that what they Crawdad, call? crawfish. Crawfish, and yeah. Where you're from. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and That's cray-cray. There, there was king's cake, and somebody brought up that maybe after we clean up, someone in the next meeting in that room, you know, will have some sort of shellfish uh, allergy. And so then it dawned on me, of course, that why are crawdads so rude? Because they're very shellfish. It was <laughs> low hanging fruit, but I did it like half an hour ago, so it's actually like a it's still fresh. TIF, yeah, If your shellfish lasts more than four hours, call your lobster tritian. <laughs> you might have the crabs. <laughs> And poor Melissa here. She's been dropped into this thing. But uh, I do want to give you an opportunity to share a zinger of the week if uh, you happen to have one. Boy, talk about blindsided. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, not off the top of my head, but if anything comes to mind, I'll we'll sure get you some shampoo. All right. <laughs> well, then we're going to go ahead and take a very quick break. When we come back, though, we are going to put on our Siskel and Ebert hats. We are back. 
we are going to play a game I call at the schmovies, but really it's just schmovie. See, we're going to play a few rounds of an amazing squid and movie theme party game called schmovie, developed incidentally by past O. Henry Punoff honorees Brian Wilson and Sarah Farber. We'll be playing a slightly modified for radio version, though, because, you know, we're all about house rules. But you can find a link to the full version of the game in our show notes. So this game will be moderated by Gary. So I'll go ahead and toss it to you. The movie game basically is they give you a what card and a who card. And you are given the scenario where you would say a science fiction movie about a nerdy meteorologist. You roll the genre on the die. Let's, pre let's pretend I rolled science fiction. So a science fiction movie about a nerdy meteorologist. The Ford Prefect Storm. No. <laughs> I give you 42 points for that. Close storm counters of the nerd kind. Nice. I guess you could the, the, the hand that Al Roker cradle. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little bit off genre, but we'll take it. Geo, <laughs> my what a nerdy guy. Rock, my orthopedic socks. Rocket, man. And then you could basically just repeat the fault in our stars or fault, like fault line. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. Oh, that's more than me. The Blizzard King. <laughs> nice. My favorite science fiction movie. Tsunami Mine. <laughs> wow. You know what's weird? is that's, That is not the first time that movie has come up in this right. podcast. That's, so that's, why, that's, why I, I, that's my go-to science fiction title. Tsunami Mine. Blade Rainer. Oh, good. I didn't get the nerdy in there, but... The, it's a, it's a oh, yes, you did. All, all three. <laughs> Pebble without a cause. Good. Meteors are basically just pebbles, right? Perspective. <laughs> Hail boy. Oh, hey, that's a good one. It's got it's my not... vote. If it makes us laugh. The, the, yeah. the grapple wrath. Oh, hey. Grapple? Oh, you, where were you two weeks ago? That, that was the oh, word grapple. of the day when we grapple, had grapple yeah. in Austin. That, that, Everybody's that forgotten all about the grapple. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I do remember. Yes, I forgot about that exactly two minutes after I had a conversation with my wife about it. And because this this episode is dropping on March 28th, it'll be ancient history by then, right? Yeah, actually, March 25th. Excuse me. Yes. So, wait, okay, hold on. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. He's got one. Cloud at last. I declare that one the winner. All right. <laughs> I declare that one the winner. We're going with we're going with another setup here. All right. All right. Do it. Roll the die. It's a comedy about a jailed dentist. A jailed. A dentist. jailed dentist. The green smile. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I declare that one the winner. <laughs> the only possible injury, and therefore a winner by default, the green smile. I'm, I'm still working on the Shaw, Shawshank the, something or other. But <laughs> the filling? Uh, what's the, the, the movie? The, fil the filling fields. The, oh, the, the filling no, fields. Uh, no, no, no. No, the killing. The, Is that really? Stanley okay. Kubrick. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Killing his, fields is Stanley Kubrick? It was his first movie. What? 
It was his first movie. He was 28 years old and just left Look Magazine as a photographer. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That couldn't possibly be right. First the of killing? all, his first movie was Spartacus. No, his first movie was The Killing. Oh, The Actually, Killing. First... I thought you said The Killing Fields. No, yeah, I, 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 I added that. that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. How about, it's a comedy, right? The Hilarious Indentured Servant? <laughs> What's, what movie title? The Hilarious Indentured (laughs) (laughs) I mean, none of that makes sense. Servants in jail. Okay. Here's my my tiebreaker. Amalgam X. Amalgam X. Excellent. All right. right. I guess you could also just do the movie, what is it, Holes? Holes. (laughs) There you go. I'm two for two on this one. Can I get you just a little closer to the little, mic? Just, just yeah. put the, yeah, like a dentist. Just shove yeah. it right. into your mouth. You know, the, you know the drill. You know the, ah, you know the drill. Here, I got it. I had a feeling you did. Uh, <laughs> Segway. All right. Hold on, good transition. Here's a thriller about a sloppy granny. <laughs> Don't talk about me, Gary. A sloppy granny. So rude. A prime mess. Nana, nana, boo, boo. Big Mama's louse. It's <laughs> not a thriller, though. <laughs> Con air purifier. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I would too. You have to pay me first, though. Hashtag ad. I know what you did. Butterscotch. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Abandoned ship. <laughs> Last slumber. Last slumber. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Me with a shotgun. <laughs> All right, Gary, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the target, but it's it doesn't need any changing. It's just like throw throw Meemaw from the train. <laughs> she is a sloppy granny. Never say octogenarian again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, you're making a reference to the fact he was so old when he Never made that say movie. say octopussy again. It, Press M for maid. Was it James oh, Bond movie? Oh, yeah. Dial M for, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah dial yeah. M for maid. D- dial M for maid. Mm-hmm. D- dial M for grandmother. <laughs> Did somebody say, um, Granny, get your gun? No. <laughs> that's a, that's you, a just, movie, you just did. Though, right? Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's going on with the cards there, Gary? Okay, we here we one? go. Here we go. It's a comedy about a genius butcher. I'm going back the, to the, the uh, ground, the, Groundhog's the, Day. <laughs> the Hawking Dead. <laughs> Little chop of horrors. Oh, nice. that's a good one. Yeah. Pride of Chucky. <laughs> 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 Pride of ground chucky. Yeah, no, no, I love it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Pride of ground chucky. Sausage shank redemption. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> too, too bad it's a genius butcher and not a not a genius cheesemaker. I would have said Gouda wheel hunting. Right, <laughs> oh, great. Okay, I think that's good. We can move on. You want to throw one more? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, here it is. It's a romance about a genetically enhanced zookeeper. Uh, what was the genre? Romance. <laughs> which, is, which is why this, this die has a heart on it. 
That reminds me of that movie Die Hard. <laughs> Funny, I was thinking of Prince Philip. How could you think of Prince Philip at a time like this? Because he comes in cans. <laughs> because he has a uh, Princess Die Hard on. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, this is a this is a, a romance. Too bad it's not science fiction, or I would have said Animal Mine. <laughs> <laughs> While Zoo were sleeping. Oh, nice. Four wild things in a funeral. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think of an Nope, that's uh, let's, let's call let's call it a call it a wash. Who won? That's a good way to wrap it up. No, I I should be asking who won because you're moderating. Oh, okay, I'm 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 I have never been accused of being moderate. All right, the audience won because it's over. <laughs> the, the audience wins every game. I, I vote for Selena uh, as the winner. Oh, thanks, Selena. <laughs> This is the uh, participation prize. I showed up. I tried. <laughs> Everybody gets a trophy. She didn't run down the hall to and close the door. not hurt anyone's feelings. It's the Snowflake Award. So we are going to go ahead and take a break, but after this break, we'll tell you how to win the pun off, or at least enter it. Exactly as of the day this episode drops, we're exactly one week away from punoff registration. Starting at noon central time on April 1st, 2019, you can go to punoff.com to find the link to register for the punoff. I should add, by the way, that this podcast is not actually part of the punoff, it's just that everyone involved is part of the off. Well, is that Occam's razor <laughs> at work there? <laughs> now, in all seriousness, we'd like to encourage our listeners to sign up. It is free, even if you're on the fence about participating, because over the next few weeks, we'll be discussing on this podcast strategies to prepare for the two games in that competition. And by then, you'll be well over the fence, I'm sure. So, Andy, since you are in charge of the registrations, can you discuss what our listeners can do to sign up? Because we've got such overwhelming popularity, we've introduced a lottery system. Before we had a lottery system, the whole competition filled up in five minutes. So it basically came down to a race to your phone, and people who were busy at work during that time couldn't participate. So what it is, we give people 48 hours starting at noon, April 1st. You have 48 hours to sign up, and then we will run a lottery, and the top 32 in each contest get a guaranteed spot. We do guarantee a few spots for people who've been in the top three during recent years will get a guaranteed spot. They still need to sign up. But then the other 25 to 28, however many slots, are assigned purely at random. And then everybody else gets on a waiting list. And there are always people who sign up in hopes that they can come and get a spot and then later tell us that they drop out. So don't lose hope if you're on the waiting list. In, in past years, we also used to have walk-ups but basically, because it's become so popular, we usually end up filling everything with lottery yeah. winners. And, the days and, of the walk-up are way yeah. past. Yeah. So, <laughs> so odds are against it, but please well, be ready <clears throat> if you are interested. So a couple episodes but, ago, we interviewed Erica Etten, and she flew in all the way from Washington on the wait list. Right. If you're on the wait list, so not many people who are on the wait list actually show up. People say, ah, oh, I didn't get it. I didn't, I'm mm -hmm. on the wait list. I'm probably not getting in. So... You know, you can certainly show up to be an audience member, but we usually only have a small, a handful of people 
of waitlist people actually show up. So people who are higher up in the waiting list often get in as walk-ups because people well, don't, just don't, don't show up. Don't the waitlist the, the, people the, kind of float away? The <laughs> waitlist, yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> they do not appreciate the gravity of the situation. You can be on the waitlist and buy a plane ticket and fly in, but I wouldn't count on participating if that's which, the, which the is, reason you're coming. If, if you're coming to enjoy the, the festivities... Uh, I was going to say, absolutely, yeah, uh, do yeah that. that's fine. I can guarantee our listeners, no matter where you come and what you're sacrificing, you're going to really have a good time. Because we do have some associated events, like the night before, we, we usually have a dinner that anybody can come to. And then afterwards, there's an after party in the evening where we play pun games and things like that. So there's definitely an opportunity to participate. And Yeah, and we actually go out of our way to put on stage and put in front of people the folks who are on wait lists so that they have a chance to get up and perform a, a little bit and, and exercise a during little bit. During the after party. During, during, well, in the before party, in the especially. Before party too. Yeah. David was about to say... Well, first of all, there's two contests within the pun-off. And the one that takes place first, right after the music ends, pretty close to noon, is one where people have one and a half to two minutes to deliver a rehearsed routine and the judges judge it by holding up numbers and we throw out the high and the low like they do in the olympics and total their scores and then the second half is where a topic is thrown out and you have approximately five seconds a five count as we say it to come up with a pun if you don't you're out if you use a word that has already been punned upon you get a strike and you're allowed three strikes anyway since that one doesn't require memorization also, because it is uh, extemporaneous, more people get cold feet and more people are likely to get in as a walk-up because they don't have to have a rehearsed routine. So if you would like to be in Pun Slingers, don't be afraid to show up. We almost always have somebody with cold feet. But again, only people who are on the wait list who walk up tend right. to get in. Cause Most we, likely. Because we do have... So all, all of our walk-ups walk who get in are people who pre-registered but, and, and got into and the And I wanted list. to make a clarification. Because there are two contests, there are technically two sign-ups, right? You need to actually yep. Yep. state, right. I want to be in one or the other or right. both. We, we actually manage it through Eventbrite, so you actually buy a free ticket. And that's how we get your contact and information. And as, as a result of the fact that you may get on one and not the other, a lot of people, I think, go ahead and sign up for both because a lot of people are willing to participate in either one that they can get in or both. And a lot of times if they get both, they may drop out of one almost immediately because they just wanted to make sure they got something. And so there's kind of a, a little bump right there, right after that lottery happens, you might get unwaitlisted immediately if you're near the top. So when people get ready for the punniest of show, they prepare sometimes months in advance the routines that tend to win and get the nines and tens from the judges are the ones where people pick a topic, stick to that topic, and just jam as many puns as, as they can into their 90-second to two-minute routine. And we'll get a little deeper into that in an upcoming episode before the pun-off, but I would also like to refer listeners to three episodes ago, I believe. Uh, Andy was on that one as well, and uh, he did his punniest of show, The Pirate Banker one. So uh, you can refer to that to get some good ideas about that. But real quickly, also let's talk about how to, very brief overview of how to prepare for punslingers. I've always enjoyed punslingers the most of the two competitions. One reason is the fact that I won it one year. But um, I think the best way to practice or to get 
ready for punch slingers is to get in the mindset and get with a friend or two or more and draw a topic out of a hat and see how quickly you can exchange puns on that topic. And I think that's a good segue because I am inclined to think that people listening to this podcast right now are uh, bored to tears. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I mean, Linda's already asleep, so uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, but yes, I think actually participating in your car with your earbuds on or whatever you happen to be doing with the pun slingers game on the podcast is a really really good way to practice you're also welcome by the way to send an email to episode 14 at punintensive.com and share your puns we'll probably feature them on a future podcast when we come back we'll decide when rules are meant to be followed And welcome back. Those of you who have been listening to this podcast for a while are used to me saying that we're going to play a version of Pun Slingers with House Rules. Well, I'm not going to say that this time because we are preparing for the actual pun off. We are going to go with the real rules. Well, what do we mean by the real rules? Specifically, when you come up with a cue, that cue can no longer be used or you get a strike. And also, you only have about, what is it, five seconds Five count. Five seconds. Five count. It's uh, more lenient in the early rounds. Uh, and then one other important one is that if your quip turns out to not actually be a pun, that is also a strike. If you don't come up with a pun in five seconds, you're out. That's not even a strike. Right, right. That's, that's uh, If end. you make a pun on a word that has already been used, a cue, then that's a strike. And if you attempt a pun, but it's not even close to a pun, that's a strike. If it's the first round and we think you came pretty darn close to making a pun, (laughs) but it wasn't one, we'll uh, ask you to repair it. (laughs) But after the first round, we get strict and say, if it's not a pun, it's a strike. All right. So with that in mind, the other thing we're going to do correctly that we haven't in the past is we're just going to do a one-on-one between two people. We'll do a couple of rounds of this. So I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead and start with Gary and David. You guys are going to be going together. I'm going to be the judge. So how does this go? Somebody's got a Q word. So let's say the topic was animals, right? Mm-hmm. Then you think of an animal, say bear, mm-hmm. and then you make a pun on it. So you would say... I can't grin bear or bear it. This, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that that's a horrible example, but yes, exactly. Sure. That's the nice thing about this game is the quality of puns don't have to be top tier. What does Steve say? It doesn't have to be funny. They don't have to be good. They don't have to be good. It's, you it's just have to, to be, be a pun. pun. So uh, are you two guys ready? This topic is actually in honor of my wife, who is going to fly to New York and then drive to Austin with her mother and nephew, because her mother is moving to Austin. The topic, then, is road trip. I'm going to go ahead and invoke my cow pun from before, then. I like that Steinbeck novel where he is driving around with a, with a cow as it travels with Charlet. I don't know what Charlet is, but I'm going to... It's a breed of cow. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> Good one. Good start. David. You know, I... Um... Heard she was coming. I didn't want her to get up on stage. I stuck out my foot to trooper. There you go. I used to do a lot of surfing. I called myself a sea rider. A sea rider. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. 
the easy rider. You know, I uh, never have visited New York, but someday I want to see. I want to go up there and uh, look around interstate. I like that John Candy movie, but it's too hard to explain trains and automobiles. Well, Gracie couldn't be here, so I'll do this one for her. Feed her. I hardly know her. <laughs> There's a movie about Ulysses that you really ought to see. It's the ultimate road trip. Yeah, I was about to say that. Wasn't that the ocean? But okay, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> Man, you, are, you are very tight. <laughs> no, I, I'll allow it. All right, so now I'm, I'm doing our little timer, David. I hope that they don't smoke any of that wacky tobacco on the way down here because they might be driving the highway. There you go. I was going to make a joke about the Donner party, but I guess I'll pass. <laughs> you rode that one off of the uh, cheat notes. The major, this is major D said Donner party of four. four. Oh, no, pa- Donner party of three. Uh, Donner party of two. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what was that? What? Because <laughs> I keep keeping each other, right? <laughs> no, I'm so, sorry. I missed it. Um, <laughs> I think you lost. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a joke, that was a joke in progress. Yes, ding, I'm out. Okay. All right, excellent. So we now have a current champion, David Guggenheim. So that means the next round is going to be between you and Andy. This isn't Andy's first road, EO. <laughs> I know, road's been used. I used it. But All right. So it's the, it's the street I could do. Letter trip. The next topic is the ocean. I see. All right, everybody, look at the nice people over there and wave. Which people? Can you be more Pacific? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Georgia. Atlanta, ick. I look out and all I do is seawater mm, used mm, seawater sea has been used yeah, all right well, well I'll, yeah i'll allow it yeah that's all right but but let's are, let's let's, let's, let's are stay you away sure? from sea. are you sure yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well you know last time you and i went against each other we tied was that over by the beech tree i got a whole bunch of beech trees from my backyard they were on sale if you bought a bad product from country of Vietnam, would you tsunami? <laughs> you know why we don't let the audience sit in the ocean? Because we don't want to see the ship hit the fan. <laughs> um, I, I, I needed a, a nautical medical procedure. It was Botox. <laughs> you know what they call uh, nautical puns in Japan about medicine? Junk science. Five, three. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. <laughs> it's time to shelve this. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. All right. Uh, uh, are you interested in having a go? Well, since this is Martha's first time, why don't uh, why don't you uh, team up on me? Tag team. Host and uh, oh, great. Sabrina both. All right. That's actually a terrific idea. I'll think of a topic. Okay. American cities. So I decided to go into the clergy and become a San Franciscan monk. You know, one of my favorite tales, children's tales, was Dallas in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my um, 
favorite kinds of snakes are the Seattle. Denver, plenty of them. <laughs> you ever see a buffalo roam? There you go. That's good. That's great. That shirt looks brand new. Is it a New Jersey? Not a city. Not a city. Oh, it's a jersey. <laughs> it is a jersey. Right. It's a city. Quick save. Good, good rescue there. I'm sure. My grandmother got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> we're, we're not playing this movie anymore. And I, no, 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 no. I saw it with my own eyes, and it was really, really pathetic. I just kept on crying, Miami, Miami. I'm not used to this. <laughs> if I win, I'll be victorious. Nice. Yeah. All right, David, you your turn. That, that, that is her victorious secret. I, I wish Alan were here. I'd make Alan say it. <laughs> um, went to Greece, saw a. Not in America. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I went to Greece and I ran into the Oracle there. And uh, I gave him a whole lot of food. Were so you able I... to Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> Your turn, David. <laughs> I had the punchline stolen from me. Full of cheesesteaks, no doubt. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I need some way of defending myself here. Uh, what's your Fort Worth? <laughs> Don't look at me. Uh, I'll El Paso. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Well, I'm not voting for Bernie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bernie, Texas. You know, I miss California. We've got lots of weed. What? It's a city called Weed. weed. Oh, All right. Okay. Weed. I didn't know that. She's from California. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a uh, uh, this uh, sea creature who uh, bought a dance hall. And I uh, went there one time and had a great time, but I left my uh, large floor-standing string instrument behind. And I always tell people I left my harp in Stan Clam's disco. <laughs> wow. So I was uh, watching YouTube. But technically, if Techni San Francisco was already used. used. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, strike. Oh, no. Strike. The first one. So for playing by the official rules, that's the It's true. Strike. You still get to go then. It's still and that's what we mean by AQ. The yep. San Francisco mm -hmm. word was already used to pun. Mm -hmm. It was a different pun. The word. Had been All used. those laughs, I thought it was kind of like an attaboy, so I thought I'd see attaboy. Seattle was Seattle's been used <laughs> to too. Too. Right yeah. Oh my gosh. See, just, just an interlude here. Uh, this is one of the things that makes it challenging is you have to remember the puns that have been used, mm -hmm. and uh, so you have to kind of half listen while you're thinking of your that, own that's puns. That's the hardest that, part, that's is a, that's listening and thinking bits. at the same time. Um, Down to one strike. My mom's name was Faye, and I heard a noise in the chimney. I said, is that Santa Faye? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching YouTube, something that Alice knows an awful lot about. Going viral was this challenge of making a really big explosion with Diet Coke. And, and what they would do is they would take these Sacramentos and drop them into the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to step on you on that one. You <laughs> finish it yourself. That's that's a good enough end for me. You know uh, what they call a town where they snack all day? Nashville. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, has anybody here seen Jose? Uh, Bill's not here tonight. Boy, is Bill lucky. 
Biloxi. 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 Oh, okay. You know, I hear a lot of crazy things go down at South by Southwest parties, and somebody told me about something that had happened, and I was like, Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) You know, earlier I made a pun about Jersey City, and I realized that's like a bunch of shirts. Man, you know, our, our most of our listeners aren't going to get all these <laughs> tiny little Shirts Texas towns. Texas. <laughs> Just outside. <laughs> Just have, of, okay. all, all you listeners have to just trust us. There is a town named Shirts, <laughs> and, and, and you can tell by the way it's spelled. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure it's spelled that way, though. S H E R T C. All right, it's uh, Frida's turn. Sure. Speaking of shirts, I like the color of your shirts. Is it redding? Nice. The Hispanic version of the guy on in Mash mailed himself a Jeep part by part. Klinger? No. Laredo. <laughs> What? The Hispanic version of radar would be the radar. Oh, Laredo. But it, well, that was Klinger who did that. Oh, no, he ate the Jeep. Yeah, Klinger uh, was the one who dressed up in drag. No, I'm familiar with it. Yes. No, I, radar, I thought he was referring to Laredo Swift. Ra- Ra- <laughs> when it had been just a lot easier uh, if you said it. I remember that woman in MASH, Laredo Swift. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that does set me up for another one. So. All right. How sweet it is. Uh, <laughs> you got one, Molly? I do. Uh, I really enjoy camping. We just kind of sit around when the fire dies down and we just watch watch that ash burn. <laughs> you know, someday you need to Tulsa how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle's been putting me to work a lot. Man, he has me washing a ton. Oh, that's terrific. Technically not a city. Washington? Washington? What are you talking about? <laughs> Washington it's a district. It's a district. <laughs> it's a city. It's a city. And a dessert topping. <laughs> but Washington on the Brazos is a city. There yes. you go. They made me forget the one I had. Um, That'll cost you a buck. You know, sometimes you win fast and sometimes you win slow. That'll cost you a buck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hate when he ribs you like that? Did you feel like you're in hell? City called hell. Easy. Low fruit. Low fruit. <laughs> You know, uh, sometimes you can win shirts and sometimes you can win neckties. Neckties? Win neckties. Oh, I'm not. It's a little, it's a a little town outside Chicago. Well, why? Why? <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm just Illinois. <laughs> I don't know how to spell win necktie. <laughs> oh, oh. This is another frustrating part of punslingers and this happened to david tonight too is i had a really good one and then i laughed and it went out of my head i thought you were gonna say when it goes this long you were not- <laughs> uh, uh you know i'm really tired of you guys getting my name wrong what are you gonna call me next charlotte ah there you go well, the charlotte well, it's a it's a breed of of uh, cow it could be worse they could perish together <laughs> Not in U.S., but still good. Yes, Paris, yeah, Texas. Paris. Oh, Paris, Texas, you're right. My mistake. This guy is obsessed with named, tiny. There was a movie named Paris, Texas. <laughs> yeah. He was choking. He's using peristalsis. Uh, so, okay, so... That's a good one. I'm going to write that down for my zinger. I was really, really, really furious with this guy who ran over my dog in that small Texas town. I called him a Marfa car. (laughs) 
I, I, asked for I, I, would, I would declare you winner on that one. I, uh, <laughs> I asked for condiments, and the uh, waiter brought the pepper early, but boy, was the salt late. Ah. Michelle, you got one? No, nope, I think we're out. All right, da- David is the winner, the champion oh. of the well, champagne ra- of Illinois. <laughs> he, ra- he ran you dry. And he had two strikes. Wow! Brilliant, He's brilliant. The, the urban champion. All right, excellent. So um, that's a good way to go out, and we are going to take a quick break before we wrap things up. We will see you in a moment. After this, however, you will be getting sage advice from our panelists. And we are back. Now, before we get that sweet, sweet sage advice from our panelists, I want to give everyone here an opportunity to plug something that's going on in their life that our listeners might be interested in. Andy, last time you were with us, you mentioned O'Reilly's. No, not O'Reilly's. B.D. Riley's. Go ahead and tell us what you do and when that is. So there's basically an Irish music jam session. There's actually four different places uh, a week. The one that I most usually go to is the B.D. Riley's North location in the old airport on Thursday nights, 7 till 11. So all of our listeners who are not in Texas, get your tickets now. Does anybody have anything personal that they want to plug? A rather personal question. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, everybody come out and see me singing in HMS Pinafore last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Time machines are available, are standing by. Oh, I'd like to plug the O'Henry pun off. We'll do that at the end of the show. Okay, so. well, that, that, that's what we're going to do, but let's go ahead and do that now. Uh, uh, tell us. Well, the O'Henry pun off is on May 11th, <laughs> 2019, in Brush Square behind the O'Henry Museum, in front of the Hilton Hotel, in front of the uh, Convention Center in downtown Austin, 409 East 5th Street. Show starts at 11 with music. The punning starts right about noon with punniest of show competition. Please get there early if you are on the uh, accepted list in the lottery or you're on the uh, waiting list so we know you're there. There are a lot of people that want in, so if we can't find you when it's your turn, we'll go on to the next person. If you're listening to this on the day that this show drops, uh, you have one week, one week to do that. Also, of course, we should mention punoff.com and punintensive.com. If you go to pretty much any social media and put slash punintensive at the end, you can find something there. With the exception of YouTube, apparently you have to have a lot of people listening to the show before you can name it. Uh, We want to give thanks to the band Dark Meat for our music. Also, I would like to remind people to rate us in iTunes. We are slowly but very surely gathering a bigger audience, and uh, we want want to get bigger and bigger. As far as our audience goes, we'd like to thank both of you. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up on the 30th of March, the Blanton Block Party at the Blanton Museum at 200 MLK in Austin, Texas. Saturday, the 30th of March. Art, food, and music, free admission. And the punsters will be doing a little something on stage there that day, but uh, I think the time has not actually been set yet. But uh, uh, check it at blantonmuseum.org, and you can uh, catch up with it. Or follow us on our podcast. We will have the link there. 
Yes, it will definitely be in our show notes. All right. Well, uh, right before we leave, we are going to get sage advice from our panelists. Have you ever found yourself staring at a computer, not knowing what to do on the Internet? Well, we have some advice for you. For example, if you get too deep into an Internet search. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Siri wants to participate. Nobody (laughs) understands. Inclusion. You You're on pun intensive. If you uh, uh, catch uh, us on serious radio, <laughs> if you get too deep into an internet search, be careful not to get too googly eyed. David Guggenheim. If you're trying to search for Girl Scouts, make sure you have cookies enabled. <laughs> and Andy Belinsky. Uh, if you're not giving enough affection to your uh, to your loved ones, make sure to to uh, look up how to do that in the weekly PDA. <laughs> and uh, Gary Halleck? You know, I'm, I'm into multitasking. You know, when I go to the gym sometimes and I'll, and I'll be lifting, lifting weights, working out barbells and stuff like that. And uh, with my free hand, I will go ahead and do a little web surfing, you know. But I tend to lose track of what I'm, how many reps I'm doing and everything. And I just end up standing there web surfing. And I realize, well, you know, he also surfs who only stands in weights. <laughs> awesome. And uh, sincerely, our very special guest, Sabrina, yes, that is her actual name. Do you have some advice for us? Yeah. If you can't find what you're looking for, keep hammering away. You'll find it eventually. <laughs> and also, don't forget, if you think advertisers are tracking you online, you've got to duck. Duck and go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, I'm Aaron Faisal, signing off with a catchphrase. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>